Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today to chat about his 100th host plus Sandful League game in round one is Glenelg midfielder Brett Turner. Brett, congratulations, and how are you going? Thanks, Zach. Yeah, uh, going pretty well, mate. How are you? Going well, thank you. Um, exciting times for you, reaching triple figures. Uh, I guess you haven't got there the conventional method, though, have you? No, it's been a bit of a journey, to be honest, but um, yeah, happy to be here nonetheless. So, Indeed you would be. Uh, interesting as to how it could have unfolded, I guess, uh, because had you have qualified for the Sandville Grand Final last year while playing with Adelaide, your 100th would have been in the title decider, but uh, obviously bowed out to Nord in the prelim, and so it's flipped over to Glenelg in round one, uh, where you are now nice and settled back at the bay. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, interesting uh, how it could have gone last year, but I am quite happy it's back at Glenelg, to be honest with you. Um, would have been... Yeah, a bit of an interesting stanza given what's transpired, but, you know, yeah. uh, happy to be back at the Bay nonetheless and uh, with the boys, so, yeah, ready to get into it. Yeah. Just tell us about the last few months or so. You've sort of taken stock and refreshed in your mind and, and sort of got back into the mindset of playing Sample footy again because, obviously, it was a an interesting journey for you, as you say, with your uh, stint there at the Adelaide Footy Club having been taken in the mid-season draft last year. Yeah, it was an interesting uh, couple of months at the Crows last year. But, um, yeah, I just decided to take a little bit of time away from work um, just to sort of reground myself, work out what direction I sort of wanted to move in. And I wasn't exactly jumping at the idea of going back into full-time work straight away. You know, you you work full-time your whole life um, Mm. and you're playing footy to play at the highest level and then your life chops and changes. um, You're living in limbo. It's uh, pretty uh, mentally taxing you can mm. say um so yeah that was a bit of an experience uh, but yeah pretty happy to be back at Glenelg now to be honest with you it's um yeah it was an interesting journey but um yeah back into some full-time work now and things yep. like that so yeah things are looking up yeah good uh, it feels like a really refreshed vibe there at the bay uh, especially under new coach Darren Reeves that um yeah the playing group's energized and ready to go for 2023 yeah, it certainly is. Like the buy-in that we've had from day one, uh, from top down to bottom, you know, oldest to youngest player at the club. It's a real family vibe going on down at Glenelg at the minute, which is something that you know has been great to come back into and sort of, you know, find find my role back in the club as well. So it's been good to you know connect with Reaver as well throughout the off season. Had a couple of conversations with him over the phone, just sort of you know congratulating him for one, but also mm. just you know setting some grounds of what direction we wanted to move in and um you know the leadership group that we've got in as well uh they're they're all such a tight-knit group and just open and honest so it's been good to you know have a level playing ground through from from the oldest player down to the youngest player anyone can speak up and um that's sort of the vibe we're going for this year and yeah it's a bit refreshing to come back into to be honest Let's talk about, uh, we will talk about your actual milestone game a little bit later on, but for now let's wind the clock back to where Sandful all began for you, or actually let's wind it back even further, Um, Flagstaff Hill Footy Club I believe was your junior um, grounding, Um, but footy wasn't always your sort of first love or your first pursuit was it? Nah, yeah, so Flaggy Football Club uh, yeah, was the first uh, 
you know, club, I can say that I went out to outside of plan a little bit of like Auskick when I was younger, but yeah. also started out with the, the BMX, which was, um, I don't, I don't really know how that came about, to be honest. It was just <laughs> something that um, my old man and my older brother, my mum would come every week as well, but we just sort of started out on the training wheels, getting pushed around the side of the track, and then, um, yeah, just progressed into something that I didn't really think was a possibility. Mm. Um, but, yeah, at eight or nine years old at the time, you know, you have a couple of – you are doing pretty, like, reasonable jumps and things like that, so you do come off your bike pretty often. Yeah. And, um at nine years old, uh, coming off, I think I came off, I was the year before doing the nationals in Adelaide. And then we went up to Cairns for the second nationals. And, um, yeah, I came off in the final do a, a jump that I probably shouldn't have done. And someone hit me in midair and I came off and just smashed onto the ground and mm. came last in the race. And I think from that point, I was just sort of, I was playing a little bit of basketball at the time. So I figured that, yeah. you know, basketball might be a bit, <laughs> a bit better off with yeah. a couple of big knocks at that stage at nine, which, um, yeah, yeah sort of sort you out when you're younger. But, um, yeah. yeah, it was good, good experience. So you got to a really high standard. You weren't mucking around. You're at uh, the national championships. Yeah, at, at, uh, I was only like eight or nine, so I can't really stay as, you know. I mean, it was good at the time, but, mm. um, yeah, being being so young, it sort of – I was competitive, but it probably wasn't something that I'd thought about doing, like, full-time. It was just more yeah. just like riding bikes and doing yeah. jumps on the weekends with my mates and things like that. We lived up in uh, Flagstaff Hill, obviously, so there's lots of uh, jumps around and hills you can ride up. So uh-huh. it was more, more or less just something that um, we were doing as a family and then that sort of progressed into – uh, what it was so yeah, mm. nationals and state champs things like that we went to canberra once as well and crashed out in the final there so that was that was a good trip but <laughs> yeah it was fun oh at least you've um your body survived to tell the tale and it's a really athletic body that you've got you touched on there you played a bit of basketball as well yeah uh basketball that was sort of what i wanted to play growing up and play professionally um played uh bit of state basketball growing up through like oh, you do 14 16s and 18s mm-hmm. but it all sort of you get to that 16 years old i started playing a bit of footy and those questions start coming in of you know you got to pick one mm. um they, and they do play on your mind a lot a lot of my friends ended up going across to a college in america and um you know did their college years and then came back and you know half of them are playing footy now so it's mm. like i'm thinking like i've made the right choice in, yeah. in that sense but yeah, I had a conversation with a uh, coach um, when I was a bit younger about going over to America and doing the college route and being a student athlete, which unfortunately, uh, I'll be honest, I was not the greatest academic student. I think everyone learns a bit differently. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. And uh, I just sort of, you know, then that led into a conversation with Andy Collins down at West Adelaide when I was about 15 and he, he drew the big football pyramid out for me about <laughs> all the opportunities. The, all, all the opportunities that can arise from football and then drew the basketball pyramid with this little tiny pyramid. If you get to the top, it's, uh, you know, it's going to be a career. It's going to be fun. But, um, yeah. yeah, it sort of just assisted me in making my decision from more of a, uh, let's not an economic decision. But yeah. uh, it helped me stay here in um, Adelaide. And, you know, I, I am thankful I did that. I do regret not going to college and doing that route but um mm. it is what it is you know you've got to make the decision eventually yeah you certainly do and i guess the way you played your footy to start with in your um formative years at westies was very much sort of um as an athletic basketball type like you you love you flew for your marks and you 
um, almost like a played as like a third tall forward or third tall defender type and a real switch hitter, weren't you? Yeah, early days um, at, down at West Adelaide. I think I was playing off half back in my debut. Mm-hmm. Um, initially, I played like through juniors. I was playing centre half forward and then moved into more of a midfield role in 18s at West Adelaide. But then, yeah, obviously, as an 18 year old, it's hard to break into that midfield when you've got, like, at the time, I think it was, you know, oh, Trav Tuck, Chris Schmidt, uh, Paul Pleasure oh, came back yeah. that year. You got Kane Stevens there as well. Yeah. Um, Aaron Filkey would go through there. So I've got, you know, pretty well established footballers um, playing through the midfield. So I figured half back would probably. Uh, be the right call and then yeah had a bit of a awkward year with injuries the year they yep. won the flag and yeah what can you do mm. and then your major league debut in round one of 2016 the flag was unfurled at Richmond and it was an interesting day yeah it was it was uh, I think uh, you had Ellis Yolman Greenwood uh, just the Crows midfield I can't, I can't remember if Paul Hunter was in there or not but it was mm. uh, Andy Otten was playing off half back oh, yeah. so it was an interesting game to walk into for your debut, and I think I think we got done by like 120 points or something. So yeah. that was uh, the first welcome to league footy, and um, yeah, it was interesting. But there you go. <laughs> it was indeed, and um, I guess um, throughout your time at West Adelaide, would you agree that you sort of it wasn't until probably your final year there that you um, I guess really settled down as a as a big-bodied midfielder, you're sort of a little bit unsettled throughout your time. Yeah, I, you call it unsettled. I call it probably being a dumb young kid and not training hard enough and not doing okay. the gym work and then leaving training early. Um, that's probably what I'd put it down to, more or less than ability. It was more of a mental switch of anything, to be okay. honest with you. It was, it was the year of 2019 when um, I really started to think about football a bit more seriously and doing the right things on and off the field. And mm. um, I was in a sort of good patch of form uh, for West Adelaide. And then we played uh, Port Adelaide in Kane Stevens 100th. And it was my 50th at the time. And I ruptured by syndesmosis okay. and uh, ended up missing the rest of the year. And then that sort of gave me uh, the early onsets of an early preseason like I started, I think, in like September almost yeah. um, for the next year. And then that was the COVID year. So it was uh, it's like something's trying to stop me here. Like, yeah. uh, done all this work to get through the season, then they called it off. Um, mm. I think it was until June that year. But yeah. yeah, I'd probably more so put that down to a bit of a mental switch, to be honest. Like um, over the years, you sort of work out that, you know, what makes you tick and what doesn't. But mm-hmm. when, when, when you know the ability is there, but you're not doing the right things off the field. That's uh, that's probably what I put it down to more. If I'm being honest. Yeah. What caused the switch to flick, Brett? Um, I don't know. You just sort of you get to that age. I think I was like 23 at the time. Um, you know, you live 18, 19, 21, 22. There, there's some pretty good years. I'm mm. not gonna lie. Like I don't, I don't regret anything that I did. Like I had uh, a great childhood, and like I've got a great friendship of group like friendship group of friends like um it's more though that you get to a point you sort of got to make a decision and you know is this going to be your career is this going to be the path that you go down and it was at that time i was speaking a lot with gun colville just about you know life in general and um what direction i was heading in and um you know what was the sustainability of 
you know, going out every weekend and partying and doing things like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was more or less just a mental switch that, like, I'd have to probably put down Gavin Colville as, you know, a mentor that I've been working with for years now, even okay. post-West Adelaide when we were there. But hmm. it was more that mental switch of just thinking about things a bit differently and um, speaking with the right people in the right places. And, um, yeah. yeah, it's really assisted my football and life in general, to be honest. Yeah, terrific. Well said. Um you finished at Westies at the end of 2020 and started at Glenelg 2021. Um, what prompted the switch um, down the road to Brighton? Yeah, so initially, like, I'd been doing a bit of um, training outside of footy that I was really enjoying. And um, the year of 2020 was probably not the year as a club that I wanted to have if that makes sense like we've done a lot of work and coming into that year i think we knocked off trial uh norwood in the trial and mm-hmm. like the boys we, we were up and about mm-hmm. and then uh we came to training the next week and we got binned for uh the COVID or whatever that was yeah. um so yeah that was just it's just frustrating like you do all the work and then you sort of don't see the results on the field there was a few games that we had lost that we probably should have won and um to be fair towards the end there was talk about Gavin potentially not going on the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a big part of me, you know, staying at the club and doing these things because I'd, I'd had this thought process before of taking a step back for a year and just going to play local footy. Because mm-hmm. um, if, if you spend, I think I spent well, five years or whatever it was, maybe four years of, you know, losing football games and, mm. you know, not, not, not anything against the West Adelaide Football Club. I wasn't getting the best out of myself either. So yeah, it's not something yeah. I can say. It was, just, it was just West Adelaide. Like, it was more... For myself personally, I needed needed some change, but initially I thought that change was going to be just taking a year off football altogether. Mm-hmm. And um, getting to the end of the year, it was just uh, thinking about doing it again in the same situation that we had was just, it was hard for me to sort of grasp and get motivated for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it literally came down to, I'm um, like good friends with Tom Schott, who was obviously um, at West Adelaide with me growing up and yeah. been good, good mates ever since. He was living with me uh, until... Last October, I actually moved up to Darwin to play some footy up there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just dinner with uh, Shoddy and then uh, Liam McBean, who we lived with at the time. It was just more or less a question of, you know, well, what are you going to do next year? Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. And then, yeah, the conversation got a bit louder and the thought process started to, um, you know, kick in because I had spoke with Sandy a couple of years before that. Actually, I spoke with Sandy the year before 2019 when they won the flag. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So I say in hindsight, it would have been great to yeah. you know, be part of that, but I don't know mm. if personally I was at the point where I am now where I would have actually uh, made the done side. the work. Yeah, 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 made the side, done yeah. the work. Like I, I, I think I sort of moved at the perfect time for mm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was literally just a conversation and then that grew and then, um, mm. yeah, I think it was January of uh, 2021 yep. that signed on and uh, here we are. Yeah, there you are, and uh, yeah, you seem to be really enjoying your footy now at Glenelg and, um, and enjoying your role too, as that big-bodied mid in the centre square, winning the clearances and putting it down the throat of, uh, as one of the guys you mentioned there, Liam McBean. Yeah, I mean, it all, that all sounds good in theory, you know, when you break <laughs> it down like that, but uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, we can do more of that this year, but yeah, it's certainly, um, yeah, it's a great place, place the bay, and for me personally, it's, you know, sort of... A place that I call home, and what what I was looking for was that change, and then it happened to come, and then we won seventeen games in a row the year of twenty twenty one, and mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, it's just been an enjoyable process all up, and um, yeah, happy yeah. to be back at Glenelg for the hundredth, which is good. I'm, uh, yeah, pretty pretty thankful that oh, not not that we didn't make the grand final last year for the Crows because obviously you wanted to do that, but um, yeah, the, the fact that I get to do it at the Bay and it'll be at Sturt Oval, but yeah, you know, is what it is. That's it. It is at uh, Wigan Oval at Sturt's home ground, but it's going to be an absolute blockbuster in terms of uh, two. Real traditional rivals with big fan bases, uh, so there should be a big crowd there, and the weather should be pretty reasonable too, Brett. So it's going to be a wonderful occasion for your one hundredth. Yeah, no, I hope so. I uh, know that they've got a great supporter base as well. So do we at the bay, and um, I think they've got that grandstand up and yes, the Jack Odie grandstand. Yep. Very mm-hmm. nice. So uh, yeah, it should be a big crowd, and yeah, looking forward to it. If we can get the weather that we've had today, twenty-four and sunny. That'd be ideal, Zach. <laughs> it would indeed. Brett, you've been very kind with your time. Thank you for uh, such an open and honest chat and going through everything in terms of uh, your junior career right through to the current day. So congratulations on reaching the 100th Host Plus Sample League game and uh, I'm sure you will enjoy the day with Glenelg and uh, all the best for the season ahead too. Yeah, no dramas. Thanks, thanks for having me, Zach.